ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. So this week, I had the huge honor and pleasure of speaking to about 150 leaders at Progressive Insurance's headquarters in Cleveland, Ohio. And the topic of my talk, it was like a TEDx kind of a talk, was happiness, the other key to success. And I realized in preparing the talk that the main message is that our happiness is our choice. And I started even realizing how challenging that is on an everyday basis. I mean, even just an example, when I landed in Cleveland and my Uber driver picked me up and he started telling me about Cleveland and I shared that I had lived there for many years and that I still own a condo there. He said, oh, I bet you could sell it for a lot of money. I said, no, actually, it's worth less than when I bought it. And then he said, oh, but you can probably get a lot of rent and make a lot of money. I said, no, it's barely breaking even. And then my brain started to go into such negatives. Why did I buy that condo? Oh, I'm so frustrated. And the negativity started to just flood my body. And I could feel my shoulders hunch over. I could feel myself getting down. And fortunately, I caught myself. I said, wait a minute. And I said, you know what? I'm so grateful that it breaks even. I'm so grateful I have a tenant right now. I'm so grateful that there had been a flood in it and the insurance ended up paying for it. I'm so grateful that we are able to break even on this. And I totally, in a moment, was able to shift my entire mood. And that is the power, right? That's the power of choice. And so today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is about the daily, moment-by-moment choices that we can make to be our happiest, healthiest, most vibrant, most alive, most purposeful, most juicy, delicious selves. And you're going to want to stay tuned throughout the whole episode because I am giving you so many tips and tools about all of the different places that you can choose to be happier. I'm going to share the research behind it and for you to really look into every aspect of your life and what can you choose differently today. Of course, before I get into it, I want to read our review of the week. I do this because I want us all to realize that we're part of this big, huge worldwide community of women who are changing the world one woman at a time. And maybe you will get your review read. So if you have not yet left a review, please just pause this for two minutes. Go on over to Apple Podcasts or your particular podcast player. Leave a five-star review, one sentence about what you love about the Purpose Girl podcast. Your reviews are what are ensuring that women all over the world, from Macau to South Africa to Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio and Toronto, Canada, your reviews are what are making sure that women all over the world are finding us and are living healthier, happier lives. This review is called Honest, Real, and Raw. I found this podcast by searching for women empowerment. Karen, you are so generous and real with your stories. I love the guests you bring on and always research them after. I appreciate the fact that they are not A-list celebrities talking about their entrepreneurial endeavors. Not to say that those aren't inspiring as well, but I love the guests you choose to bring on 
thank you. From Jewel Songbird from the United States. Aw, Jules, thanks so much. It it means a lot to me when I hear that you guys appreciate me being real with my stories because it's scary, right? That's one of the choices that we can make to be a happier, healthier self is to share our stories in a way that empowers others, in a way that tells others, I've been through this, I survived, here's what I did in order to to help others. And so it really means a lot to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's talk about happiness as a choice. I want you to just take one moment. If you're sitting and listening to this, then you can write this down in a journal or on your phone notes. Or if you're driving, then you can just think this to yourself. In your heart of hearts, do you believe that happiness is a choice? In your heart of hearts, right? Not because you heard me intro the show and you therefore know that it is or not because you've listened to other shows, but in your heart of hearts, deep into your soul, Do you believe that happiness is a choice? Now, there is no judgment here. If in the depths of your soul or in your very broken heart from a million things happening to you in this life, it is okay if you do not believe it yet. Right? The word yet is so powerful. That was simply just to take a gauge. Where are you starting from? Or perhaps you're somebody who intellectually knows, yeah, happiness is a choice, but I just can't seem to choose it. Or happiness is a choice if everybody would just freaking leave me alone and stop annoying me. Or happiness is a choice if I could just get a better job or I could just get a different kind of relationship with my partner if my kids would just participate and just, you know, go along with what we're supposed to do if they would stop giving me such a hard time. I get it. My brain goes there too. My brain goes there too. And our brains go there because all of our brains have something called negativity bias, right? So what negativity bias means, and this is a researched fact, right? You know, I love sharing the science of positive psychology. This is all about the science of women's happiness. What we know about the brain is that there are three levels to the brain. So the base of the brain is called the reptilian brain, and it's called it because reptiles have it too. Regardless of your beliefs of evolution or how we all came to be, There is proof that the base of our brains mirrors, right, because of millions of years of evolution, mirrors and works the exact same way as a reptile. And think about a snake or an iguana slithering, right? It's like I was in Florida recently with girlfriends and we saw this tiny little gecko on the window. And as soon as we quietly walked up to it, it scurried away, right? And so that gecko has this small reptilian brain and its only job is survival right? It is, do I stay? Is it safe? Do I go? Because it's not safe. And here are these big gigantic creatures, i.e. me and my girlfriends, walking closer to it. And to that tiny gecko, we looked like absolute saber-toothed tiger monsters, right? And so the reptilian brain is really only for your base survival, which is all about fight, flight, food, and fornication, right? (laughs) To be able to reproduce. And so that part of our brain is actually always on the lookout for threat. Where's the threat? Where's the threat? Where's the threat? Or where's the food, right? It's like, I've got to stay alive. And that is what puts us in survival mode all the time. Like, got to do more, got to do more. Oh my God, I've got a million things to do. My my to-do list is so long. I've got, right? And it's like, we're constantly in survival mode. Well, fortunately, there are two layers of the brain on top of the reptilian brain. On top of that, the next layer is called the limbic system or also known as the mammalian brain. And that's our feeling brain. Now, that part of our brain is the part that can store frustration, anger. And because it's so close 
to the reptilian brain. Together, we call those the, the an old brain, or we, we call that package our, our feeling brain, our threat, our stress brain. And so when you think about these three parts, if we put together the lower two parts, what's important to know there is that they sit on top of the hippocampus, which is the part of your brain that is all about learning and memory. And so every experience you've had gets stored there and your brain is always trying to remember what's safe and what is not safe. So if every relationship you've been in has been one where the person has taken advantage of you, then that lower part of your brain is saying, oh, relationships are unsafe. Or if you have found yourself in a job where people are just, you're continuously stepped all over, taken advantage of, or you are passed over for a promotion, then that gets stuck in this lower part of your brain threat mode, right? Stress mode. And that's where we start to build the stories of what's possible and not possible. And this is very important because this lower part of our brain is really close to our nervous system, our central nervous system. And our central nervous system is what is constantly telling us that we either need to fight flight to run, right? Because it gets our body prepared for that stress response, or it allows us to be in rest and digest. And so it is so important to understand that that is the part of our brain that is really in charge. And that's why we have something called negativity bias, that the brain naturally feels the weight of losing a friend more than it feels the joy of gaining a friend. Now, the good news is that on top of this base brain, the two pieces I just mentioned, is your human brain. And your human brain, also called the prefrontal cortex, it's the largest part of your brain. And it is the brain that can have rational thinking. It is the part of your brain that can really start to learn to think about things differently. It's the part of your brain that allows you to build trust and connection. It's the part of your brain that's actually more creative. Now, that part of your brain is ignited when you're in a place of positivity. So the lower part of your brain is ignited when you're in a place of negativity, right? Like, where's the threat? Oh, another relationship, or this relationship's going to hurt me, or every company sucks, or whatever it might be. And so that puts you into the fight flight. The higher part of your brain, when it's in a place of joy or inspiration or serenity, it allows you to be so much more creative. Actually, studies show that if you want to write a book, you should be in the higher level, positive, more relaxed space because you'll be very creative. But if you want to edit a book, now you want to be in the lower loop because you want to be more critical, right? You want to be more in that negative place because you want to edit, 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 and be able to be in that kind of more critical mind. So learning the brain helps us to understand how happiness is a choice, Because if you just start to understand that your brain goes negative before it goes positive, that your brain goes negative more often than it goes positive, and that you have the opportunity to operate the higher part of your brain, the human part of your brain, in order for you to have everything that you want in life, in order for you to make the choices that will make you happier, which is exactly what I'm going to teach you in today's episode, then you can truly start to believe this. The way that we activate that higher level of our brain, if we are in negative mode, we all have something called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is what moves us from that fight, flight, stress mode into the positivity, rest and digest, open, creative, loving mode. And the way we do it is through a deep breath. So as cheesy as it might sound, or it might sound like, oh, it's just a yoga thing or a meditation thing to take a deep breath. No, what that deep breath actually does is it resets your nervous system. It gets you out of that negativity loop and opens up your higher level brain 
in order to think more positively, in order for you to make the choices that will make you happier. Now, this is very cool because what this shows is that truly it is our choice to flip from that lower part of our brain into the higher part of our brain. Now, I understand that this episode is pretty brainy at this point, but I want you to understand how your brain works because the more you understand what's happening in your brain, then you realize it's not that you're bad, wrong, a freak, weird, hopeless, fill in the blank for your brain going negative or for you constantly choosing things that are not good for you in your life, like constantly choosing to numb out on social media and chips instead of, you know, hopping on the treadmill for 20 minutes. It's because of this lower loop of the brain and that that part of the brain is connected to your survival mechanism. And the higher level part of your brain is further away from your survival mechanism, further away from the nervous system. So you have to be very choiceful. You have to be so intentional to activate it. And my friend, it is daily practice. No, no, no. It is moment by moment practice. Moment by moment noticing when am I in that negativity loop like I did in the car, in that Uber ride, that my brain was so going down the rabbit hole of negativity and getting all frustrated and didn't feel good. It felt shitty to be in the place where I'm like, oh, my apartment stinks. And then that didn't feel good. It didn't add to my life. I had a moment of going, I can shift this right now. And the way I did it was first to notice it, second to decide that I was going to make a choice and then take a breath, which sounds like this. <sighs> a deep breath is a full breath. It's a belly breath. It's when you breathe into your belly, you let your belly fill all the way up all the way that us women never wanted to fill up because of bathing suits and what the world told us about what our belly was supposed to look like, all bullshit. We fill up our belly and then we ah, fully exhale out of our mouth. And the reason I'm really into making a sound as you exhale is that it actually elongates that exhale. And what we know is that when you're in an anxious place, you're worrying, you're anxious, a breath that will help you is a longer exhale than inhale. And the majority of people we're not breathing in the way that we were intended to breathe. We're breathing, right, like very fast. And if you look at a baby, though, when a baby is first born, before the baby has all the stress and to-do lists and annoyances that we have in our life, a baby takes a full belly breath in and a full exhale out. And we need to retrain ourselves. So taking, what did I do in the car that day? I paused. I realized what I was doing. I realized the negativity loop. I made a decision to choose happiness. I took that deep breath. And then I asked myself, what else is true? Well, what else is true? I, said, I am grateful that the apartment is rented. So I'm not losing money. I am grateful that we're breaking even. Hallelujah. That's all I need. I am grateful that we were able to take care of a leak, you know, that had happened. There was actually a flood in the apartment. So it is our choice. And then I felt much better. So the fact is that happiness is a choice. It is a moment-by-moment, day-by-day choice. Is it easy? Heck no. But it is simple. It is simple. So what's super interesting about what I do in that teaching you about the science of women's happiness is that there's research behind all of this. And a research study was done where the researchers worked with twins who had been separated at birth but were later reconnected. 
And it's a wonderful audience to work with because these researchers can understand what is nature and what is nurture, right? What parts of our personalities come because of genetics and what parts of our personalities or our life comes from the way that we were raised. And so in this study, what they found, what the researchers found is that the variance between people's happiness, the biggest difference is your voluntary daily choices. In fact, what they found is that your situations in life, like the color of skin you were born into, whether you were born a woman or a man or your sexual orientation or you were born poor, that only accounted for about 10% of the variance of happiness between people, a very small amount. And then the other aspect is genetics. And what genetics gave people was this range. You could be at the top of your happiness range or the bottom of your happiness range. And we all have a different range. But the difference in whether or not you are at the top or the bottom is all based on your voluntary controlled activities. Whether someone was choosing how well to take care of their body or whether to treat their body like poo. Whether or not someone was choosing to be around people who really excited them and made them fulfilled and happy and nourished or around people who just drained them and were negative all the time. Choosing a million things in their life. And this is why we now know that your happiness is 100% your choice. I'm going to pause for a moment and I want to share with you the different aspects of your life that you can choose. But before I do, first I want to share this. I want you to take a moment and I want you to think about what do you have a choice about in your life? Like what are the choices you could make right now, today, to live a healthier or happier life? Right? What is in your choice? What's in your control? Hopefully, as you think about it, you had the thought, everything, right? Well, at least a few things. Like number one, your health, how you treat your body is totally in your control. In fact, I know that we all want to do the right thing and keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But what I've learned is that even if we, you know, eat all the right things, eat, you know, kale and drink green smoothies, and we're going to talk more about this, chances are we still might not be getting all of the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. And this is why I started to become obsessed with Ritual, which is an obsessively researched vitamin for women. You know, personally, I was looking for a vitamin that had folate, not folic acid, when I started down the fertility journey. And they found me as a podcaster, and I fell so in love with this vitamin that I became a paying customer. And what Ritual does for me, it makes me feel great, it makes me, I can see what's inside of the capsule. It tastes great. And I've never felt as good on a vitamin as I do in this. Ritual is transparent and it's vegan friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free ingredients. And the sources are all from the best in the world. What I've learned is that better health doesn't happen overnight. It is a choice. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months, 10% off. So fill in any gaps in your diet with Essential for Women Ritual Vitamins. It's a small step that helps support the healthy foundation for your body. It is a simple choice you can make every day, and it is so worth it. Visit ritual.com forward slash purpose girl to start your ritual today. That's 10% off your first three months. Ritual.com forward slash purpose girl. Make that choice today. So let's start with one choice you have, which is what you put into your body. Now, listen, before you roll your eyes, right, 
I believe we all know what to eat. I'm not going to start telling you to drink more green smoothies or, you know, I think we all know what we're supposed to eat, right? Eat all colors of the rainbow, eat more vegetables, and ice cream tastes good. French fries taste good. So I'm not going to tell you not to eat any of that. Instead, what I'm going to ask you is, what choice do you want to make about how you think about and feel about your body? What choice do you want to make about when you think of your body or the way you treat your body? And a good way to think about this is what choice do you want the young people in your life to make, whether it's children, your daughters, your sons, or nieces, nephews, or think about how you feed your pet, probably only the finest ingredients, right? Making sure that they are really healthy because you understand and you honor your pet's body because you want your pet's body to feel good and to operate at its highest efficiency. You want your pet to feel good. So think about the same for you. How we feel about ourselves is 100% in our control. In fact, let's just break this down. The three basic categories of what we get to choose. Number one, we get to choose what we think. Now, it might not seem like it, but I'm going to talk more about this in a moment. You get to choose what you think. And my example of being in the car in the Uber is a perfect example. Number two, you get to choose how you feel. And you might not seem like it because we can feel like real shit. And I don't want to cover up any of those feelings. But we get to choose what we do with those feelings and how we treat them and how we let them control us or not. And number three, we get to control what we do. We get to control what we do. So in what aspects of of life? Every aspect of life. You get to choose just about everything in your life. You get to choose how you treat your body. You get to choose what you eat. You get to choose whether or not you move your body. You get to choose whether you look in the mirror and you say, oh, you are gorgeous. You are a goddess. You are the image of the goddess. You are gorgeous. You are spectacular. Or do you look in the mirror and say, oh, you're a plump piece of poo. You're this, that, you know, which one feels better? Now, I know you've got years and years probably of conditioning to have that negativity bias towards your body. And it is a choice. The truth is, is that the sexiest people are confident. I don't care what size. I see these amazingly gorgeous women in my programs, in a women's program I do every year, on Instagram, amazingly gorgeous women of every size, every color, everything. And it's confidence. It has nothing to do with the size of a body. So you get to choose how you see your body and what you say in the mirror. You also get to choose what you put into it. Like I said, ice cream tastes good. And is that a treat or is it your emotional go-to and just I feel like shit, so I'm just going to eat the whole Ben and Jerry's. You also get to choose where you work. When I was at Progressive Insurance this week, I said, how many of you feel like you do not have a choice about working at Progressive, like you have to work here? And people were kind of like unsure, should they raise their hands or not? And then a few people raised their hands. And I said, thanks for being so brave because I know that there are more out there. The fact is that all of you have a choice. You don't have to work here. And then they all started laughing, right? You don't have to work here at Progressive Insurance. It's a great place to work. They do incredible things like bringing in happiness speakers. And the person after me was a mindfulness speaker. But you don't have to work here. In our society, you have to have money, Right. Unless you want to be like the guy that lived in Central Park for a year on on no money and camped out. And right. That is a possibility, too. But most of us, if you want to live in modern Western society, you need to have money. But how you make that money is 100 percent your choice. 
And there's actually a million choices you could make right now. You could go make $100 right now. How? Example, you could knock on the doors of your neighbors and ask if you could mow their lawn. Three neighbors and you've made 100 bucks. Knock on the doors and put a flyer and say you could walk dogs. Few days later, 100 bucks. There are a million ways that you could make money right now. This is why when someone tells me, I would love to come to your retreat in Paris, but I can't because I don't have any money. I say, I love you. I'm not inside your bank account. And that's a choice. When I was in high school, my French teacher presented the idea of going to France. And I could, oh my God, I wanted it so bad. And I was 16 years old, but it was over $2,000. And my parents said, we're not going to pay for that. And I'm like, but all the other parents pay for it. Everybody else's parents are paying for it. And so I got a job and I was working at a pizza restaurant. And you better believe I raised my $2,000. I got myself on that plane. And the moment I touched down in Paris, I was so freaking proud of myself. I knew I did this. So I'm not inside of my friends' minds, but I have a feeling that I enjoyed it and savored it that much more because I made it happen at 16 years old. It was mine. And so I actually don't believe anyone when they say that they can't afford something. You might not be able to afford it yet, but what are you doing between now and the yet, now and the future to make it happen? right? That you could say, okay, I'm going to go on a payment plan for this Paris retreat because it sounds so amazing. It excites me. And I am going to do what I need to do to make that money. Other things you can do. I've got a basement of items that I cannot wait to garage sale. They've been sitting here for a year. Will it give me $3,000? No, but it will probably give me 500. So there are things we can do immediately. This is what I'm saying, that everything is a choice and it's a choice how you think. So you have a choice how you make your money, 100%. You just get to choose and you have to make that choice. You have a choice about who you're in relationship with. Are you allowing all of the draining people who are negative and constantly telling you they can't do this and they can't do that and they, right? It's been said that we are the product of the five people we spend the most time with. So who do you spend your time with? Now, I'm not saying don't be with your friends who are going through a rough time who are going through challenges and depression because thank God my friends don't dump me when I'm in that place, right? I am saying though that my friends also hold me while they're holding me in my pain. They're holding me with the belief knowing of my highest self. And so we wanna surround ourselves with people who are loving and who are supportive and who can hold us in all of it and who don't allow our bullshit stories to come out. People who see our highest self, who believe in our biggest, best self and say, yes, you can. So who are you spending your time with? How are you letting other people treat you? Right? Someone I know has been taken advantage of by every relationship she has been in. And the fact is, is that other people treat us the way that we allow ourselves, that we show them that we will allow ourselves to be treated. So do you give away your power to potential romantic partners constantly? It is a choice, an easy choice? No, but it is a choice. You have a choice over pretty much everything. What you do with your free time. I asked in the talk at Progressive, I said, how many of you spend like a half hour a day just scrolling through like, I don't know, Instagram or Facebook? And I raised my hand because my brain will totally do that too. And I said, I'm going to out myself. I do. I said, so, so you have time. So anyone who's listening to this and saying, well, I don't have time to do something in my free time. Yes, you do. Because there's a half hour of soul sucking activity right there. 
One of the things I've discovered recently is how much I love dancing, right? You have a choice about what to do with free time. In fact, you have a choice about how much free time you have. I'm not saying you're not so busy. Everybody right now, you ask them, how are you? I'm so busy. I was working on making an arrangement with somebody for business and they said, sorry, I've been so swamped. It's like, we're all swamped. That, that's not going away. So the schedule will, will control you unless you control the schedule. The same is true of your mind. Your mind will control you unless you control your mind. What you put your intention toward is where your attention goes. So you have to schedule things in advance. So there is a yoga class I love and nothing gets scheduled over that yoga class. Nothing, right? Unless I'm out of town or I have a, a doctor appointment I have to go to, but nothing gets scheduled that's voluntary over that yoga slot because I love it. I also had realized I was not having any fun. I mean, my fun was working because I love empowering women so much. I love doing this podcast. I love coaching you guys. You know, those of you who have reached out to me to work with me one-on-one -on -one and go live your purpose and fulfill your dreams. I love working with you. I love taking you women on retreats to Paris. Like this year, I've got Paris coming up. I've got Glastonbury, England, which is the home of the feminine. And we're going to go so deep into the roots of the powerful feminine and own our priestess highest selves. I mean, I love doing this, but I wasn't having any personal fun. And it can't just be all work. And because Josh and I work together, then a lot of our conversations center around work, right? I found ourselves at Valentine's Day talking about work. And I was like, wait a minute, it's Valentine's Day, right? So again, choice, choice. So I'm like, well, what would be fun for me? And I had to go back to when I was a little girl, what was fun for me as a little girl? I loved to dance. I loved to kind of show off and shake my hips. And I love it. And the truth is, even as an adult, like I love dancing. My favorite, I, I don't even know where to go to a dance club these days, though. So my favorite night out is like a bar mitzvah. That is the most fun I could have because it's clean. It's fun. You dance all night. It's why I love cruises. I know a lot of people don't love cruises, but listen, they are playing dance music at the pool every day. So I am like a big man. I just shake my booty. I go and I do all the line dances. I love it. So I realized I could put a little bit of dance into my free time. So now I've been taking dance three days a week, actually. I've been taking, I'm doing salsa dancing Monday nights, belly dancing Tuesday nights, and I do my erotic dance class on Wednesday nights. And it's so good. It's so juicy. And I've loved the women that I've met in these and the salsa is couples. And that's so fun. We're doing it with another couple. Like it is so great to just be in my joy. Now, our schedules are really packed, right? So obviously I do all this work. I travel to go speak. You know, any of you who work in companies that bring in trainers, bring in speakers, I'd love to work with your company taking women on retreats all over the world, coaching, all of this, doing my Empower program. And Josh works full-time in my business and then he tutors kids in math at night. So it's not like we had time to schedule salsa. We made the decision. He switched a couple of his tutoring clients because we made the decision that we are worthy of an hour of joy that is just for us, that is just for us. Now, I know you may have kids with special needs or parents who need you. I get it. And are you making the choices that would say, well, who else can help me with this? A client of mine had a really ill mother a few years ago, and she was taking care of her mom while she also had her own kids to take care of. And she told me that her brother would not do anything. Her brother just looked to her that she had to do everything when it came to mom. And it was like, 
So you have a choice about if you say, yeah, I'm going to buy into this story or no, I'm going to say, I've done X and you need to start doing Y, right? We have choices. We have choices. And I'm not saying that these are easy choices. I'm saying that we have to start getting creative. So we really have a choice over every aspect of our life. Now, there's one aspect that we don't have control over. We don't have a choice about a lot of the shitty things that happen to us. You know, I didn't have a choice to have two miscarriages. I didn't have a choice for my first love to abuse me when I was 17, right? I was physically hit and abused at 17 by the person I loved the most. I didn't have a choice about that. One of my clients right now has cancer. She doesn't have a choice about that. We don't have a choice about these things. But what we do have a choice over is how we think about it. We do have a choice over whether or not we allow these things to take us to the bottom, the depths of negativity, the depths of staying in bed, the depths of my life sucks, or whether or not we allow these shitty situations to be launch pads for our greatest self, to help us rise to the occasion. In fact, researcher Kelly McGonigal has found that the way we think about stress matters about how we feel about it. Do we see stress as horrible and negative and Or do we see stress as allowing us to rise to the challenge and respond with courage? Now, my client who has cancer, we don't know how long she's going to live. So it's not like we can do our work and say, well, you know, think about it differently, that this is going to teach you for the future because maybe it will and maybe it won't. But what she can do is in this moment, choose peace in her heart. She can in this moment choose instead of being worried about, but my kids are, you know, this is so unfair to them to choose. I have taught them so well to choose to use every moment and every day to tell her kids that she loves them, to write down some life lessons that she wants to impart to them, to choose where her mind goes. Now, I'm not saying that this is easy. Heck no, I have no idea what it is like inside of her brain and body. My All of my love goes out to her. All of my love, and I am there anytime she needs to, to listen and cry and grieve. And I will not let her stay there. Because I also know who she is in her heart and soul. And her soul doesn't have cancer. Her soul is healthy. Her soul is here living the exact life and exact purpose that it came for. And her soul is free. Her soul is joyous. And her soul knows that it's okay, even if she passes. So even with the things that are shitty and we don't have a choice over, we do have a choice about how we respond. Do we react in anger and frustration and letting it hold us back, which is so easy? Oh my goodness. I've talked about on the Purpose Girl podcast before a situation with people that are in Josh's life that have just been so difficult for me and have cause me so much anger and sometimes my brain goes back there and then I have a choice. Do I want to stay there? Do I want to let them eat up my insides? And I choose no. So I choose to take a deep breath and I choose now to shift my thinking and say, what else is true? How do I want to think about this? What can I do differently? Well, I can focus on other people that I love. I can focus on 
sending them love and compassion and letting them and just that this is their story and I don't have to let it bother me. I can redirect my thinking or what I'm doing and completely focus on something else. So none of this is easy, but it is possible, right? And this is why this choice is what I call pain to purpose. And this is why after my second miscarriage, as hard as that was, I did not want to live, friend. I told Josh, I don't want to be alive anymore. And it, I mean, I needed to feel all the feels. None of this, I don't want you to hear any of this as me telling you not to feel all the feels. But we have a choice over how we feel it. So anytime I'm angry or frustrated, what do I choose? Do I choose to let me, or depressed? Do I make me stay in bed? Or if I'm angry and frustrated, do I choose just let it eat me up inside? Well, eventually that eating up inside is, that will lead to disease, physical disease. I mean, we know that from from research. We know that the mind-body connection creates that. So instead, what I choose to do is to go move my body. Today, I was so frustrated about something. And so I was on the phone with a girlfriend that we love doing this with each other. And so I said, okay, I'm going to swap this out, which is what my mentor, Regina Tomashauer, calls it. And I just, you know, started stomping my feet and stomping my hands, going, blah, 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 blah. And I just started getting the frustration out of my body while I was like shaking like a maniac, right? Or my grief over the miscarriages. Sometimes I will just have to go and cry and I let it out and I let it out, but all moving my body, not small, big, opening my body to grief, dancing it out, moving my body because it all, right? Your issues get stuck in your tissues. It all gets stuck. Or if you're angry, what happens is usually we bottle up that anger and then erupt it like three months later on somebody. But yeah, when you did this, instead, get your anger out in that moment or that day by going into a private space. If you're at work, go into your car or go into the bathroom stall. Stomp your feet, stomp your legs. If you're your hands, if you're in a place where you can scream, scream, right? Like my anger scream is so loud. Feels so good. Once I get it out of my body, right? This is a choice. Now I feel differently. It's out. And now I can say, and how do I want to handle this situation? So even the things that are so difficult, you have a choice. You have a choice. So let's review. You have a choice over how you treat your body. You have a choice. One, my dance teacher, my erotic dance teacher starts off every morning and touches every inch of her body with love. Right? Every inch of her body with love. So this shows you it's not about the size of your body or whether or not you have acne. It's about gently, lovingly, just like you would with a baby, giving that baby a massage with love, not worrying that the baby has thighs on their thighs and, you know, is chubby. No, love, love. You have a choice. The more you love your body, the, the more you, I'm not saying love how you look, but you love the temple, you love the vehicle, you love. The more you love yourself, the more you will choose happiness in every other area of your life. Seeing ourselves as perfect inside allows us to project that and call it in on the outside. No, I'm not saying we're all perfect. What I'm saying is seeing anything you have previously seen as an imperfection. I'll tell you the more when I made the shift and doing this erotic dance has helped a lot. One of the exercises we did was even write a letter to our body. I mean, as I have really, really, really come to love myself and love my body, I make different food choices. Does it mean I never eat ice cream? Heck no, of course I do. Or never eat french fries? I do. And I'm more choiceful. 
I'm more choiceful. Because I think about what do my organs want? What will make my belly feel good? Just like you do for your pet. (laughs) Just like you do for your cat or your dog or your bird and your child. What will make your organs feel good? And the more you do that, then, you know, any of you out there who are like, I got to lose weight. Watch, that will make you shift because you're going to feed yourself foods that make you feel good. Taking vitamins that make you feel good. These are the things you can do. Moving your body. When you are in that fight flight place, that lower level of your brain, your body is actually designed to move, right? Fight or flee, run. So when I'm anxious, I mean, Josh will say to me, go for a run, go for a run, go for a run. Why? Because that's what my body is designed for. It's designed to run away from the saber-toothed tiger. So that helps so much. Or dance, some sort of movement, some sort of get it out. You have a choice over everything you think. Everything you think about. And to be able to catch yourself. And when you hear yourself say things like, I can't afford that, you have a choice to pause and say, how can I? And you don't have to think, oh, I'm not going to be able to, I've got to cut this or cut that. Heck no. Last year, I wanted a $500 dress. That's the same amount as my wedding dress. And I was like, oh, that's too much for a dress. And I went, wait a minute. How can I make the money? Forget about trying to save. I know a lot of you out there have ideas to make money. Maybe it's an Etsy store. or Maybe you've been wanting to start your own business or become a woman's leader coach. By the way, something exciting is coming with that later, but we're not going to talk about that today. So maybe you've been wanting to make money. So go make your money. There's a million ways. Like I said, you have a choice about where you work, how you make your money, who you put into your life. Even the really negative people in your life, you have a choice about how long you stay on the phone with them. I get it. You want to be a good friend. And at some point when your body says, okay, I really need to shift now, say, I love you so much and I need to go. You have a choice about how you deal with the pain. You have a choice about everything. Now, I'm not saying that these choices are easy to make. They're not easy for me either. But that's why we're in this together. That's why I urge you, if you have not yet joined the Purpose Girls Facebook group, what are you waiting for? It's called Purpose Girls, colon, the Women's Happiness Network. Just search for Purpose Girls, one word. You will find it. You want to join because we are that safe place for you to have all of these emotions, for you to get celebrated every week. We ask you to brag and celebrate yourself so that you can have a place where you've got to save a group of people who celebrate the heck out of you. We want to hear your gratitudes and we want to hear what your challenges are and help you rise up. So what are you waiting for? Join the Purpose Girls Facebook group. If you've been wanting to really go live your purpose or really get through any blocks, what are you waiting for? Choose to work with a coach, whether it's me or somebody else. Contact me. If you've been dying to get to Paris or to go to England, if you've been dying to go on a retreat with me, what are you waiting for? We'll help you figure out a payment plan. Ask me what is possible. Don't just say it's not possible. Ask. You get to choose. Go to PurposeGirl.com. Look up the retreats I'm doing. These retreats will change your life. I have seen it. I've seen a woman who, after 30 years of being with a partner who did not respect her, left him, ended up going back to school, starting her own business, all when she was in her 50s and loving life now. I have seen it. This is all possible. So make the choice that you're going to choose to think about this differently. You're going to choose to take actions that support your highest self. This is what it means to live on purpose. It is to stop telling yourself what you cannot do and to start asking yourself, how can I? 
It is to start stop saying, oh, that's impossible, and to start saying, well, what is possible? How could I make that happen? This is what we do, and we reach out. It is a choice whether or not you get help in any area of your life. We are in this together. So I hope you take all of these purpose power tips that I've just given you, purpose power tip that you get to choose what you think and to pause and notice when you're going into that negative place, take a deep breath and choose what else do you want to think about? How do you want to think about this differently? Purpose power tip to even work with your feelings differently and let your feelings help you rise to the occasion. Every feeling has something to tell you and rise to the occasion. Purpose power tip to start doing the things that light you up. For me, it's erotic dancing. It's going on women's retreats. It's joining women's programs. It's choosing the communities I'm in. It's choosing to have mentors who light me up and take me bigger and higher. It's choosing when I don't have the money to figure out how I make it. Garage selling, selling something new, you name it. It's choosing. So I hope that today you make a new choice for yourself. Remember, it's moment by moment and day by day, month by month, year by year, and we got each other. And the best thing you could do is to start sharing this work with everyone you know, right? Share the Purpose Girl podcast with your friends. Share the Purpose Girl podcast with your colleagues at work. Share the Purpose Girl podcast with your mom, with your daughters. Share this so that you all start holding each other lovingly accountable to make great choices. At Progressive, this woman came up to me and she said, because of you, I'm going to start eating celery and go to yoga. Amazing. Great. So we hug. And then I say to her friends around her, I said, okay, now you're her accountability buddies to lovingly hold her accountable. Right. So when you're sitting at lunch and she's having the French fries, ask her, say, love you. And what are you going to choose for dinner? Right. So it's not for shame, but to say, and how else can I, how can I help you to live at your greatest self? So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. I hope you loved it. I hope you start making big, bold, powerful, beautiful choices for your life. I hope you loved this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. If you did, please, and you haven't yet, go over, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us one sentence about what you love about the Purpose Girl podcast. That makes a difference in women all over the world finding us and joining us our community. Of course, if you haven't yet, go over, join our Facebook community, and make sure you're sharing this with your friends, with every woman you know. I have a couple spots left on my retreats this summer, so go over to PurposeGirl.com, check those out. Again, don't let money stop you. You're getting five or six days, depending on the retreat, of my coaching constantly, plus an adventure of being in spots that will light you up and change your life. Plus, they're all inclusive once you're there, so like food and lodging. So this is like amazing, right? It'd be way more if you hired me individually to coach you during that time. So make sure you come. Make sure you do whatever you have to do to choose you. Remember, we are changing the world one woman at a time, starting with me, starting with you. With that, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.